Brooklyn's Radio. Loving events in Surrey. We certainly do, and we're delighted to have Diana Roberts back in the studio. Hello, Diana. How are you? Hello, today? Graham. Happy New Year. Can I still say that? I think you can still say that. Just Happy about. New Year to you, anyway. So, a uh, lot going on in 2018, I expect. There is, and I thought I was going to be scrapping around today because I thought, oh, it's January, nothing happens in January. But you would be surprised. All right, surprise me. Uh, We'll start (laughs) off with a talk that's happening on Monday evening, 15th of January, at 7 o'clock in the Guilford Council Chamber, actually. But that's just the venue. Don't get too scared about that. And it's a talk by a guy called Edward Mayer from the organisation of Swift Conservation. That's swift as in the bird, swift. Oh, I see. Uh, Right, Okay. It's becoming endangered. um, And he explains how we can enhance urban biodiversity and in particular how we can reverse the decline in swift numbers returning to our towns and help these birds thrive and it's completely free to go to let's face it we want something free in january don't we? Do, it's all do. a little bit you know we've yeah. seen the credit card bill and all the rest of it <laughs> and, and no need to book you just turn up seven o'clock start in the council offices there's plenty of parking around there as well and it's hosted by the guildford environmental forum what a good so idea a friend of mine said because a... you can also start planning them for the summer what you're Indeed. growing and all those sort of things it's just the mm. right time of year because it is a little bit meh out there. Yeah, it is. Yes, a little it's bit chilly, isn't it? It's definitely meh, isn't it? it so is. I thought I'd do um, some art exhibitions. Oh, good. Uh, all Indoor nice, stuff, indoors then. and cosy. Right. And we are really privileged at the moment. There are three fantastic high-profile exhibitions happening right now um with still a little time to go and see them uh first off you've got turner in in surrey at the light box and that's on until the 4th of march and this is the first time ever that this exhibition um explores jmw turner's work produced on his various travels stops and periods of residence on the thames and way navigation so it's very surrey centric um and it's it's part of surrey but before the boundary changes obviously um and explores how turner retreated into nature capturing both the beauty of the landscape and its rustic e- elegance it's combining pencil and oil sketches finished oils and watercolors and the exhibition features well-known local surrey landscapes such as st Catharines hill in guildford newark abbey on the way and the view of richmond hill and the bridge which is on loan from the tate so we're so oh, lucky really to actually good, have yeah. that on our doorstep mm. Um, another one which is also very high profile is Helen Allingham and that's at the Watts Gallery until the 18th of February now back in the day before I had my job now I was working at Guildford House Gallery and there's a couple of Allinghams in the Guildford Borough Collection she was a Victorian artist that did quite cutesy sort of cottages and thatch cottages and lots of children playing they're really very inoffensive and pretty and lovely it's very english yeah they're very very english anyway what's this winter has got the uk's first major public art exhibition devoted to artist helen allingham whose dates are 1848 to 1926 and allingham is one of the most familiar and well-loved victorian artists and in 1890 she actually became the first woman to be admitted to full membership of the royal watercolour society and her work was highly acclaimed by leading contemporary critics of the time including john ruskin and despite this success there's been very few exhibitions dedicated to her work as i say i know we've had the um the we've got a couple of allinghams in the collection which have come out 
but was this part of something else? You know, was part of landscapes or something? But really, very, very nice. And the fact that there's a lot of Surrey work there, mm. the chances are you will recognise places. That's always good, isn't uh, it? Which is always really yeah, sweet, really isn't nice. it? Yeah. Particularly if you live in one now and you go, oh, oh that's wow. my house. Oh, that's really that, that you know, And that does happen. Fantastic. It's lovely. Mm. And then finally, I've had the pleasure of watching this exhibition go up this week in Guildford House Gallery, and it's the Sunday Times watercolour exhibition on tour. Oh, it's right. been at the Mal Galleries in London, and it's now uh, with Guildford House up until the 10th of March. And it's the, it's the 2017 exhibition, the 30th anniversary of the Sunday Times watercolour competition, and it remains the largest and most prestigious prize for contemporary watercolour painting in the UK. And throughout the 30-year history, the competition has consistently aimed to celebrate and redefine the beauty and diversity of watercolour and water-based media, whether it be through abstract or figurative, contemporary or traditional painting. And I went and had a little look round today. Uh, now, this is, this is a challenge to go and have a look. We have a room on the first floor of Guildford House called The Study, which is a little room, so you tend to put little paintings in it. And there is one of sort of a still life and it's a feather and a butterfly and something else. And that is without a doubt my favourite. Oh, really? Because when you're approaching it, it actually looks like a butterfly has been framed as opposed to a painting of a butterfly. <laughs> Incredible detail. Wow. And as for the rest of it, it's really diverse. Mm. You will find something you love and you'll right. find something you absolutely go, oh, I wouldn't give that house room. It's so diverse. The, the, the subject matter, the styles, they are so different. So next time you're in town, pop in because it's free to come in, have a little wander around, say hello to the TIC team on your way. Of course, of course. Uh, and come and have a look at that. My highlight for this week, they're back the butterflies are oh, back oh, in the glass house at, at Wisley. Oh, lovely. And they're going to be there until the 4th of March. Now, I've, oh, I just love them. I absolutely love going to this. It's so They're so huge. I mean, some of them have got like a seven or eight inch wingspan. You know, they're just amazingly, these big butterflies and the colours. I just wonder so, where, they, where they get them from. They must be kept somewhere. They get them as chrysalises. Oh, really? And they have a nursery. Oh, right. And they hatch out gradually. Okay. And then when it comes to the end, they um, catch what they can um, and return them back to the butterfly farm when they get them. So hopefully they'll lay eggs and you'll get yes, more, you know, and, and off you go again. Circle of life yeah. continues. Mm. But if they can't catch them, they still they just float mm. around until mm. you know, yeah. until that's Whatever. the end. Of it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's a, more than fifty species are in the glass house. They fly freely. They come up to you. They sometimes even land on you. Really, and yeah. you can watch them eating and everything. And it's it's just amazing. And they've got lots of new butterflies this year as well. You can pick up a spotter guide so you can actually identify them. You can become a butterfly expert by going to the interactive family-friendly education zone and learn all about the fascinating lifestyle of a butterfly and get up close to the caterpillars and use the microscopes to admire the beautiful wings. And there's lots of butterfly sculptures around as well. And periodically they've got stuff for the kids too. Now I've got two stories one i've told before and one's a fairly new one um about the butterflies one of them is the first year they did it and i think this is about the fifth or sixth year the first year they did it a robin got into the glass house i remember you telling me and this, he ate yes. all the colored ones yes. and left the brown ones which is a bit like getting a packet of smarties <laughs> and leaving the color you don't like isn't I know. it Clever. um yeah and they had to sort of catch him and get him out Dear. and the other one was last year we took my little grandson for the first time so he was just turned two 
he was fascinated by them and we've been back to Wisley a couple of times and every time we go near the glass house he mentions butterflies but on this occasion we picked him up to one of the feeding stations so he could see these two massive butterflies feeding off bananas and fruit and there's a lot of people there taking photographs of them so there's these guys with these massive cameras with like three foot long lenses and all the rest of it and my grandson looked at it and he went shoo and they flew away (laughs) and i was like okay then they'll be back don't worry let's get him out of here yeah just shoot them away so these people that had stood there for goodness knows how long with their long camera lenses trying to get the best shot were somewhat no disappointed. No if chance. they're listening in, I'm sorry, that was my grandson, but he is only two, so what do you expect? Um, now moving to the University of Surrey. Now, there's, I will be mentioning this year quite a lot of these type of events. There's a lot of them coming up um, at the uni, at the cathedral, at Payne's Hill. They're all doing these astronomy evenings. Yeah, it's getting popular. Though, it's isn't very, it? very popular. Mm. And the university, because it's up on Stag Hill, is a really good place to do it. So this is on the 17th of January, and the evening begins with an uh, exciting cutting-edge research lecture. And weather permitting, they'll go out and do some stargazing with the telescopes at the University of Surrey. Or if the weather is not as good, they'll give you a tour of what you can see in the night on clearer skies. Um, and it's all put on by members of their astrophysics group. They're also going to be on hand during the evening to answer your questions. It's totally free, but you do need to book, and you can book by email. Now, I'll leave this with you, but the email address is h.campbell at surrey.ac.uk, and I'll leave that with you in case anybody's particularly interested. And they've got quite a few coming up. They're doing stargazing events every other month, and the cathedral's got one, and there's, there's lots, so I will keep mentioning those. Uh, now, did you overindulge over Christmas? Oh, yeah. I couldn't believe it. After Christmas dinner, I didn't want anything else that day. <laughs> you know, I, I couldn't get anything else done. Just the one day? Just, just Christmas an, Day? Well, or did you no, extend bo- it a little even, bit? Even, even Boxing Day was, uh, yeah. And are the trousers a little bit tight, Graham? They, are, they are. I'm holding my stomach in it. Right, therefore, I, I think this is for you. <laughs> oh, dear. Please don't get this, scared. This sounds harmful, this does. Yes, Surrey Hills <laughs> Guided Trail Run. Oh, my goodness. From Dorking Train Station, <laughs> Runaway Adventures are organising a group trail of running expeditions across the UK and beyond and they head south to the Surrey Hills um, taking place on the 14th of January it's 10.45 until 3 o'clock you're going to be running for that long 10.45 till 3 o'clock it's a circular 15 kilometre route from Dorking Station heading out along the North Downs Escarpment and back through the Green Sands Hills so you can boast that you've done it, but hey, <laughs> it's £6 to join in or £12.50 if you're in London and you want to include return travel um, from London Waterloo. And the website to sign up at is runawayuk.com and you're looking for the Surrey Hills Guided Trail Run. We are found something a bit different there, aren't you? You know, if you, if you indulge, you know, yes. you, if you're going to play, <laughs> you've got to play. Like you know, it's, <laughs> that's the way it's done. Um, going back to Christmas festivities, there is a one-day wine workshop coming up at Denby's Wine Estate. It's on the 20th of January from 11 till 4.30. Uh, ticket price is 98.50, but for that, it's hosted by the Denby's Wine Expert. The day covers all aspects of wine tasting and appreciation, grape varieties and wine regions. And all levels of knowledge are welcome and refreshments and a lunch with wine is provided. So you're getting your big lunch as well. So actually, it's really good value. And then next time somebody offers you a wine, you can be all snobby and, you know, <laughs> sort of smell it and say it's got a cheeky little bouquet and it reminds you of woodlands and That's blackberries right, yes, and all that and sort lemons of stuff. And, yeah, That's right. the way to do it. If wine is not your thing and a cuppa is more your type of thing, 
Um, just a, a last-minute warning, really. Chertsey Museum have had an exhibition on since last November, and it finishes on the 27th of January, so you've got a couple of weeks still to go, and it's called Fancy a Cuppa. Now, let's face it, us Brits do love a cuppa, don't we? Uh, there is something quintessentially British about a nice cup of tea, with an estimated 165 million cups drunk every day in the United every Kingdom. Every day? Every day. Goodness me. And this exhibition celebrates all things tea, exploring the history of tea drinking from the Chinese emperor Sheng Yong in 2737 BC right through to the 20th century. The exhibition showcases some of the many tea caddies, spoons and ceramics in the museum's collection, including ones by Spode. And also on display because um, Chertsey Museum has the most incredible costume uh, collection and they've also got a black silk chiffon tea gown from about 1894 to 1901 um tea gowns first appeared in the late 1870s but became more fashionable in the 1880s and 90s and they continue to be worn as part of an established daytime dressing routine for well-off women during the Edwardian era and um, when they reach their pinnacle of femininity and decadence so wow. i imagine that's really beautiful decadence and drinking tea the <laughs> exhibition well it would have been them wouldn't it, it, it would have been so. really expensive maybe yeah uh, the exhibition's peppered with interesting facts about tea, and there's an area to take in the aroma of various teas. Oh, right. So sounds get, good. Sounds good. So you go to the 27th of January for that, and pinpointing the 27th of January, dear Ben Danton has got a record fair at the Guildhall. There's free entry to 20 stalls of record CDs and posters in the historic Guildhall. They usually have a bit of live music as well. And I actually read an article quite recently saying that there's a big surge in vinyl in people buying there is um, yeah you know it, it sort of it died a death mm. um but sales of actual di- record players decks have gone up yes yes this christmas have been very popular sales of records because i think people miss when they download it they miss that romance of the art on the cover i know having, the sleeves i mean the having the lyrics work. inside yes. and yeah. all that just that the whole palaver mm. of, it's, of not, it's not the same it's is not it? but it's just like tea bags and strainers isn't it is it, it is. just that you lose some of the romance, mm. romance of, of it all doing and it, the occasion yeah. of it all and, and he excitement. has such an amazing collection they have about 20 different collectors there so there's so much stuff to do so if you've got a little bit of money as christmas presents go and treat yourself to some vinyl what a good on the idea. 27th. All right, Diana. Well, thank you so much for coming today. And we look it's forward to seeing you next week. And if people want to find out more, they can go to visitguildford.com. It's all up there. We've spent this week updating it with all sorts of new stuff. Excellent. We look forward to that then. And see you next week. See you next week. Brooklyn's Radio. Loving events in Surrey. If you've enjoyed this podcast, why not keep up to date with the sound of Surrey by listening live at brooklandsradio.co.uk or through our free mobile app.